News from the Krabby Coffee Shop is brought to you by AimHighConstructionMN.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Uh, I'm just reading some voice to text messages here from my dad. <laughs> oh, what a doozy. <laughs> um, yeah. We had an early deer season up where I uh, hunt here because the DNR has mismanaged the herd and they don't know what they're doing. So uh, that's that's a shot right there. That was a shot. Um so what they do is they schedule an early deer season where we're supposed to thin the herd and shoot some doe. And this is we do this in order to keep the CWD levels down, chronic wasting disease, which is a brain thing with deer that spend too much time together. Any hoodles. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just like the people so, of Arkansas. Right. Right. So we're out, we're out hunting on... Uh, I think this was Thursday morning. We had uh, a four-day weekend. And I'm, you know, half a mile away, and I hear a shot at, I don't know, um, let's see, what time did I send? Uh, send the, I sent him a text at 9.31 a.m. Was that you shooting? Um, so I'm referring to a shot that happened probably an hour ago. Um, and because I'm curious, my dad, and if he shoots a deer, I want to be there to help him find it and to field dress it and do all that uh, because he needs a little help. And it's uh, no big deal. But my dad, who, by the way, was on the cutting edge of telephone technology, he had a car phone in the 70s. <laughs> and there was this, it was a regular looking phone mounted on the hump between the seats yeah. and a big box under under the driver's seat. And, like, say he'd be in a restaurant, and the phone was hooked up to his horn. So if he didn't have the key on and he wasn't in there, the horn would go off. So his car would sit in the parking lot. So he's on the cutting edge of technology until cell phones came along. Well, sure. And and now, like a lot of our uh, parents, not that great at the cell phone. Mm -hmm. So, and... uh, Every time he uses his phone, he the first thing he does is he holds it up to his face and he says, "Okay, Google," and that somehow wakes his phone up, and then he somehow sends yeah. a, you know sends these voice to uh, voice to text messages. And I've been trying to decipher these for years, and they're pretty funny. <laughs> but I got one uh, after I at nine thirty on Thursday said, "Was that you shooting?" And at this point, I was already in my shop. Um, because there was nothing going on where I was and I was going to move. But before I moved, I wanted to check in, see if he needed help. So I want you to, and I sent the message to both of you, and I'm going to read this, and I want you to tell me exactly (laughs) what my dad said. Oh, gosh. This is really good. Yeah, here's his response. Yes, both times. First, and and there's no punctuation here, okay? No. So this is all one long sentence. Yes, both times. First, the first time, I shouted a doll with a fun, and I hit her, but she ran up the ravine. I tried to trail her. I can't. is too much work, and I didn't see any blood, but I know I hate her. So I gave up and came back to the sand. A few minutes later, three months later, three more came out from the slow. 
I picked out the dough, as in cookie dough, uh, and I shouted twice just to make sure she opened the oak trees. The two farms are still hanging around. Then after a little while, three more came out, and there's still nose in one was a nice doll of the 31W. One was a nice door. Hope you're coming. Three more. Here comes three more as a nice doll around the two finds that belong to the dead mom. They went back to the woods, but it's dear city here, city here of the three. And then right away, uh, a minute later, he follows up with, I got five here now. I, 79, I got another door. And come to think of it, when I went for the walk to find blood, the fun from the pair ran out of this nearby slough slow and passed me. I'm thinking she was with her mother, mother, near the soil. <laughs> so what did my dad just say to me? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of deer around him. That's all I know. Okay, so I think he shot a doe. Yeah. But she ran up the ravine, and yep. then her babies came out. I think he's trying to say fawns. Yep. Okay? Yep. And then there were five fawns. Uh, five babies. Possibly. Okay. Yeah. Um, Could be. And then I really lose. I really yeah. lose it with the numbers. I just know that he, it's dark and he needs help, and you need to go there, Kenny. Yeah. And, and there's a slew. Yet, please do. A slew, yeah, a slew involved, right? The slow is supposed to be slew, I'm assuming. Slew, slow. slow is slow, but it comes out in the text as S-L-E-W, or slow. So it's it's a slew, slow. slow. Yeah. Slew or slow. Yeah. 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 So what happened is he shot a doe. He couldn't find it. Uh, don't worry, I found it. Uh, then he shot oh, another one, okay. and just to be sure, he shot twice. He should have shot twice the first time, but he didn't. But don't worry, it's been found. Uh, the second one, he hit, and it was down, and then he shot another one. So he actually shot three deer right there, and we can party hunt. Oh. And he had a bunch of licenses and everything. So uh, everything worked out, and everything was fine. And uh, when I got over to his stand, uh, I, I said, uh, Dad, uh, and he goes, the message? And I said, yeah. <laughs> and, and I said, Dad, I am going to tell the world. He goes, don't show that to anybody. Don't show that to your sisters. Don't show that to your wife. Don't oh, do it. And I said, Dad, gosh. no, the world needs to see this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then I have a question. So I shouted twice means he shot twice, right? Yeah. J- yeah. Just to make sure she opened the oak trees. <laughs> I know what does that mean? <laughs> she, well, th- what happened is she fell down by there's this it's a it's in a bit of a prairie where we planted red oaks and she okay. fell down by uh, I get it yeah okay wasn't there something about hate too yeah I hate yeah, her yeah I hate her <laughs> not I hate her but I hate her like, I he hate really her. is after I this deer her. he yeah. hates her <laughs> yeah. I know I hate her. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a little harsh, Pops, but uh, okay. And then um, uh, here's another one I received uh, Sunday. I was out hunting. I'm dropping some parks off for the John Deere and the snowblower on my tractor seat now, five minutes. (laughs) Then I'm going home. Uh, I won't uh, deer today, so let me know if there's anything I can do. Thanks. 
And that made sense to me, believe it or not. <laughs> you, you start to understand them, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah you do. It, it, am I the? And you know, speaking of parents and phones, I want—I really needed to talk to my mom on uh, Monday. I called her, I'll bet, eight times. And at first the phone was turned off, so it goes right to voicemail. And then later in the day it rings and rings and rings, and I get a voicemail. Uh, finally, at the end of the day, the roommate said, well, you, did you try her home number? Uh, I called the home number. She answered on the first ring. Oh. Are, are you, are you, well, John, yeah. your parents have passed, but the, yeah. Dawn, your mom, how is she with the phone? The, the wall phone she still has? No, the cell phone. <laughs> oh, well, we forced her to get one when my dad passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah. And we're like, Mom, if you have, you know, a flat tire or something, you need this. If it's dark and your car breaks down, just please. And yeah. so we forced her to go get one, and she was so mad at us. I mean, oh, my. We See, this is the problem. My brother-in-law, is, he'll just get what he wants and do what he wants to do. So they told her they were going to go buy her a tree, which they did. But first they went to the AT&T store and said, come on, we're getting you a cell phone. And she was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she thought we were trying to force her to, uh, you know, become Muslim move or something. It. I mean, she's Catholic. <laughs> she was like, what? And we're then, like, you're going to move her into the old folks' home or she something. She looked so panicked. She was so mad. And inside the store, and her sister Kathy was visiting, uh, my aunt, and they haven't spoken since that day because they got in a fight about it. Really? Yes. Wow. Now, oh gosh, is just, Kathy pro phone? Yes. Pro cell phone? Kathy's yes. Kathy is pro phone, but Kathy is very different from my mom. Uh, anyway, my mom got upset and had to leave the store because we were asking her too many questions <laughs> about because my brother-in-law and sister just put her on their plan. They're like, "Don't worry about the cost." He's right. like, "Mary, it's." It's not no big deal. It's like ad, adding twenty dollars, and we're yeah, gonna we yeah. can we got a cell phone for free because I was gonna upgrade, so it's no problem. So <laughs> she finally got past that a little bit. But she still didn't really understand. But then we kept asking her, "Do you want this feature? Do you want that?" So the thing that set her <laughs> off, that made her go outside, is, "Do you want a pop socket?" Which is the thing on the back of your phone. Just one of oh. these where you could hold on to it. Oh, she didn't know what a pop socket was. And she goes, I don't know. I can't get out of here. <laughs> so she went out there and she was sitting on the, just pouting, sitting. And she was upset because my dad had just passed away not too long ago. So bless right. her heart. And then yeah. my Aunt Kathy, who's her older sister, went out there and she's like, Mary? <laughs> what is wrong with you? And she goes, you don't understand. And my mom's like, everything is different now. And, and yeah. I, you don't understand. Yeah. You know, and my, um, she goes, you don't know what it's like to lose your husband. And my aunt did lose her husband. And Ooh. she goes, she goes, yes, I do. And I was raising three boys. And then oh, she stopped oh back inside, and my mom was so upset. Oh, my oh. gosh. But my do- mom does have a cell phone now. So, I totally. Uh, I know I totally that's a long underst- story, but no, I, I absolutely understand her point of view, and it had to be. It was just one of those small things that turns out to be really, really traumatic because it wouldn't have happened if she your dad was so been upset. There. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they yeah. were married forever, and you know, oh, it just. So was... now, has she adapted to the cell phone? No, uh, let me reason- read you a text. Okay, <laughs> so so does she do, do voice to text too, or does yes, she, she does. actually? 
Okay. Did I did I read this already to you? Do you remember me reading on this podcast? I get confused about the shows. Mm, uh, I don't care. I, okay. I don't. Yeah. All right. I, I have no. Uh, yeah, I don't. Okay, care. so we talked about the <laughs> vodka. Do you remember that story about the vodka that was buried in the haunted houses? Yes. That yes. you could buy. Okay, so she yeah, said. Yeah. She listened to the podcast. She said, here's a weird story, as I say, crazy mom. I was listening to your podcast, and you were talking about this bottle of vodka, and I was thinking, how creepy and gross. Never thought about it again, but the next morning on the way to work, I always say a rosary. And when I was getting into the car, I thought, who should I say the rosary for today? And usually somebody pops in my head and sometimes the reason why, but yesterday morning, Dawn pops in my head and a bottle of vodka, the word demon, what the hell? I said, okay, I'm going to say a rosary for Dawn just in case it was a real message. (laughs) I think I love your mom. She reminds me of my mother-in-law. Oh, you would love my mom. She is so unintentionally funny. Yeah. It's yeah. Does, does she play any games or anything? Because my mom, she um, she admits I don't this, I don't understand how this works, but she has found a way to play solitaire on her phone. Oh, and she'll play and no other games, just solitaire, and she'll play that for hours. She doesn't do games, but she d- my brother-in-law showed her TikTok, so now she sends me TikToks all the time, which I don't even <laughs> want to be on TikTok. <laughs> the last one she sent is of a priest. <laughs> And it says, the title is, People Think I'm the Only Catholic Priest on TikTok. So she follows this priest. I don't know what it says because I can't open it because I don't have that on my phone. That's spyware. Do you uh, Do you guys have, I have a brother who's, uh, I think he's 70, 71 years old. And he's not great with electronics, but he's okay with his cell phone. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he also sends voice text messages. Yeah. And... He will not proofread them or anything. No. And they, make, right. they make no sense half the time. And if I call or send him a message saying, what the hell are you trying to say? He gets very angry with me. Oh. And he, takes it very, he takes it very, very personally oh, no. if, if I question it. Yeah. So I have to try and figure it out without... Well, uh, the one I just read, I had to read three times because it didn't have any punctuation. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Oh. We've had great fun with uh, Sushere because uh, he, he's pretty inept with the cell phone too, and we've we, you know we've recorded him and put it on uh, YouTube and all oh, of that. Oh boy. We should teach him how to do voice to text. It would be a lot of fun oh, to get Lord. those angry uh, missives from Joe. Listen, you sob, start paying attention and rah rah rah. Where were you today? And oh my God, it'd be fun. Anyway, oh, that's boy. all I brought to the show. Okay. <laughs> well, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> no, no, actually, actually, there's something Ross sent us. Um, and Ross, by the way, you sent us a bunch of stories, and I thank guess you, you don't, very much. Yeah, yes, thank, thank you, you especially but, this week. <laughs> I also need to chastise you, young man. Don't be Uh-oh. sending me any stories about people winning the lottery. Nothing makes me more angry oh. than having to read that some jackass <laughs> wanders into a store, buys a lottery yeah. ticket, and the next thing you know, he's got a hundred thousand dollars. Don't don't. What are you doing to me, Ross? What, what, what? I'm letting you into my personal misery because when I worked in lovely winter South Dakota, as my buddy 
once coined it where civilization goes to die. (laughs) (laughs) One one of the biggest Powerballs in history was the ticket was purchased in Winter, South Dakota. At a station I used to buy Powerball tickets at, no. like six months after oh. I moved back to Minnesota. Oh, so man. I always thought that was somebody's way of telling me, you could have won $500 million oh. if you just stuck it out in South Dakota for That's another six months. A loser from winter. That's exactly it. good. That's exactly it. So noted as we begin to come together as a staff on this (laughs) soon-to-be-very-successful spin-off pod. All right, that's enough, Ross. Soon-to-be successful. (laughs) We're done with you now. Okay, uh, uh, but a backpack, a backpat to you, Ross, for sending this Dubai Eye story. Oh, all, have you? Did you see this, Don? I did. Yeah. It's almost double the size of the London Eye and can welcome 1,750 visitors at a time. Uh, it's a Ferris wheel, though. Uh, officially the world's largest and the highest Ferris wheel, standing 820 feet tall. Uh, it lets tourists see the sights from up above. It's a blah, blah, blah. They go on and on and on. Uh, it's uh, breaking records. And we all know how they are in Dubai. Everything's got to be the biggest and the best in the whole wide world if it's Dubai. But what really caught my eye about this story is at the bottom, the related stories. You guys see oh, this? I didn't look at <laughs> those. No. I oh, did. Okay. All right. There's three, and I didn't bother looking them up, but it's just wonderful, the uh, juxtaposition. Related stories. Uh, first one. Hero ride operator falls while saving kids trapped on Ferris wheel miraculously survives. Second one, girl, 10, injured after plunging from Ferris wheel. It was just really scary. And the third, yeah, I guess. The third one, three girls injured in a 40-foot fall from the county Ferris wheel. Ooh. Now, this reminds me, and John, I hope you can help fill in the blanks here, the Roycey story, where he took his two kids on a Ferris wheel. I don't recall this story. story. No, not at all. And they get up to the top, and I guess they stop these things to load, right? Sure, yep. So, and Roycey's afraid of heights. (laughs) And they get up to the top, and these two kids are sitting in the chair, Rocking it back rocking and it. forth, and Roycey is holding on for dear life, saying, "Stop rocking!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's his voice for sure. Oh. Which I thought was really funny until a couple of years ago. Uh, God, I'm in Colorado, uh, Steamboat Springs. I'm in Steamboat Springs in the summer, July 4th, and we decided to take the gondola thing up to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. I think this. I think the gondola ride, and I'm not a downhill skier, but that's got to be more frightening than the actual skiing part down the hill. Yeah, because absolutely. My, oh, have you, have you been in one of those? I have been in one of those. I did it in Switzerland in the Alps. In the Alps? Ooh, and I was yikes. like, are we sure this thing is okay? Because it looks like it was built <laughs> no. in the 50s. How yeah. long ago has it been where they've checked this line? Right. It is not right, on. And every time you get to a tower, you go up and there's a clunk, clunk. And, and then like, you fall a little bit Ooh. and go back up. And both uh, Ben and I are sitting there. My son, we're sitting there and we're just terrified. And I'm, like, I'm telling him. Just look up, Ben. Just look up. <laughs> Meanwhile, the roommate is up on her feet 
walking back and forth and taking pictures, and this thing is rocking back and forth, and we were scared to death. And the ride back town, twice as terrifying. I've never been so scared in my life. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So you do roller, uh, roller coasters. Oh, I love them, yeah. And there's a new one, actually, that they have just put in uh, California, Six Flags Magic Mountain in Southern California. It's going up next year. And it will be the world's tallest and longest single rail roller coaster. Uh, so it's going to be called the Wonder Woman Flight of Courage. It's probably going to be better than the terrible sequel of the movie, The Wonder Woman. Uh, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, so this means that it will be uh, 3,300 feet of track, an elevation of 131 feet, an 87-degree first drop, oh, and speeds degree. of up to 58 miles per hour. So oh, this oh. now will make Six Flags Magic Mountain in Los Angeles uh, the park with the most roller coasters in the world. I'm trying to find, I want to see what an 87 degree drop is. Oh my God. How, there's got to be G-forces involved there, right? Sounds great. How does your face not peel off? What's wrong with you, Don? I skydive, so that's 125 oh, miles right. an hour that you're falling. 120 miles an hour. Really? Yeah. Aren't you just covered with drool by the time you get down? <laughs> well, uh, your just, lips flapping you've around. You've got to make sure to close and... your mouth because you'll get bugs in your mouth. If you're smiling really big, you don't want to do that. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Um, yeah, keep your mouth closed. Uh, and then some people Ooh. wear full helmets, like motorcycle-type helmets that are for skydiving. I don't like that because I like the sensory feeling of, you know, I have a right. basically um, a shield over yeah. my face kind of helmet. Yeah. So um, I don't like the That's feeling true. of being cut off. It makes me John, feel a little panicked to have my this, whole head enclosed. Your thoughts, my, my, this entire conversation <laughs> is making my knees so weak. <laughs> I Same can't here. stand it. Same I here. At some, point, I, uh, at some point, I really, um, something changed. Um, I used to go to Valley Fair and I'd ride that old rickety wood roller coaster and I thought that was fun. And then they put in something where you do a loop-to-loop -loop thing where you're upside down. Yeah. I rode that thing like 20 times in a yeah. row. thought it was the best thing ever. I can't even watch it now. It, mm -hmm. It's upsetting to me. Um, you go to Disney World a lot, Don. Mm -hmm. Space Mountain. I did that thing like five times in a row the year it opened. Oh, it was do you have amazing. back injury now? Because that thing is really <laughs> bad for your back. It's an old one. Yeah, yeah, it's in complete darkness if you've never been on Space Mountain. It was like the biggest, best roller coaster back in the day. And, Don, what I remember is you're up at the top, and you somehow can see people way down there just barely lit. But you'll be going down, and you think you're going to take a sharp right turn. It's all pitch black, yeah. And you take a sharp left turn. You never know what's yeah. coming. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's supposed to be like space, so you see little planets up there and stuff like that. Here's a fun fact about that, because I went on a tour with a tour guide yeah. this last time I went, and he said that when they made it, just to have the model of it up there for planets, they used a chocolate chip cookie um, in just to say, okay, this is going to be a planet up here, just to do a scale model, oh, you know? Oh, right. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. then they just decided to leave it. 
So it's like a picture of a chocolate chip cookie. It looks like a planet, but it's actually a chocolate chip cookie inside. And, and our, our tour guide told us where it was. Like, it's the third turn, you know, and so we're like, there it is. There's the cookie. Yeah. I, I spent, Kenny, much like you, about four years where I just loved roller coasters, going yeah. them all the time. And I, all of a sudden, I hit a day where I said, mm, I don't ever want to go on a roller coaster anymore. Because oh. I, I did all the Valley Fair stuff, and I was working for the FM station there over at Hubbard where we work, so we had a lot of things right. where we had listeners. We'd go to Valley yeah. Fair, um, all yeah. of America, and we had to ride the coaster to raise money for you know, oh, cool. charities. So we did all that, and I loved it. We went to Vegas, did the morning show there. I rode the New York, New York one, which was a blast. I loved really? It. That's but then, expensive. But the, it, it, well, the station paid for everything. Oh, that's good. So. It's 20 bucks then, a ride. Yeah, yeah. I, just hit, I just hit a point where I went, hmm, I, I don't need to do this anymore. And I haven't done it in probably... 20 years. And ever since your heart uh, episode, um, you've developed a <laughs> um, uh, thing with, um, uh, what's it called, where you can't be in close? Claustrophobia. The, uh, the Ferris cage. wheel deal there, definitely. As soon as I thought of Ferris wheel, I thought, ah, you're not putting me in a little cage thing where I can't get out. No. Oh. <laughs> can't okay, happen. So there's a brand new car wash in Alec, like the kind that pulls no. you through. And yeah. every station, there's a different color. And so the first color yep. is blue, and there's suds all over. <laughs> and I know it's supposed to be cool, but it's absolutely nerve-wracking. Yeah. And I, I, I can see myself headed to that point, and I don't know what happens in life. Where you just turn into an old fart, and you can't handle anything do, dramatic. Do you feel sick? Like, because I've heard that that starts to happen as you get older. You get like sick on uh, just because of the inertia, and you know. The roller coasters. Not to say that you're getting older. Yeah. Oh, oh no, uh, especially John. He's really, really old. <laughs> I'm really old. Yeah. Uh, the car wash thing happened to me after the operation too, when I started getting a little claustrophobic. And now I have. I mean, it never bothered me. Now I have to turn on the air conditioning full blast because I will go to 150 degrees and just pan- <laughs> and, you know panicky as hell. Oh. Yeah. So I, I turn on the air conditioner. I close my eyes. I try to look at my phone. You know, just see if I oh get my anything. Gosh. Just so I can ignore everything. Just have that's a dirty car. On. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I haven't washed it this year yet, now that you brought it up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. So, and, and another deal with me is heights. Uh, I, I'm, and it's progressively gotten worse through life. But I can still, like, go snowmobiling out to the mountains, uh, to the Rockies, and go up to ten, twelve thousand 12,000 feet and stand on a precipice and look down. But if I get on the roof of my house... I'm scared to death. And I can climb these mountains on these snowmobiles, and, you know, it's it's a hell of an incline. Um, And I actually find it more difficult going back down. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, because things get really interesting uh, going down. (laughs) I did did, uh, for um, Chris Eggert, who is one of our news guys here, uh, Five Eyewitness News in Minneapolis. He could not participate in this repelling thing for... Um, oh, right, because uh, of his pirate leg. Yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I didn't want right. to say that, but, yeah. No, um, I'll, I'll so, say it. Uh, uh, juvenile diabetes, that's what he was uh, raising money for. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. I believe his son has juvenile diabetes. Yep. And so yep. he, the, the thing was is that he was going to repel off of, like, I don't know, Capella Tower, some super tall building in Minneapolis, and he knew I was a skydiver, so he said, will you do this for me? And I was like, sure. I'd love oh. to because I'd never gone rappelling before. 
What is wrong with you? Oh, my gosh. That yeah. was not fun for me. Yeah. I was terrified. Yeah. And it's you weird have crawl, because you have to crawl I, over so, the edge, right? Because you have to crawl oh. over the edge, and it's slow. Yeah. It's a slow descent, and that's I just like to fall. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> I just want no control. You know, it's just like the free fall. I have way more control over because yeah. you know you have your. Uh, the thing that you slowly repelled down with, and I felt like I was gripping that so hard, my hand was bruised, and I was terrified because it was just so slow. And I would rather, fl- you know, fall at 120 miles an hour because I feel like I'm in more control of that because I can control when I pull my parachute. I know when. I'm sure. looking at my altimeter. You know, it's yeah, just. Yeah. That that was so scary. I got down and I didn't say anything to anyone, but I was like, I am never doing that again. <laughs> I will give some money to this organization, but no, will not be repelling. What about the the deal where you get on a little seat and you take a rope ride across the river? Didn't they do that for the Super Bowl? What the hell is that called? Oh, uh, ziplining? Yeah, no, ziplining. Zip I don't want to do ever... it across water, but I love ziplining. That's fun. Really? Yeah, because it's fast. Wow. I must just, just be a chicken. <laughs> I don't want to do I any like of adrenaline, this. Adrenaline, adrenaline. It, 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 it seems just to me as dumb as uh, bungee jumping. Oh. That seems like you're just, you're really, uh, you're really asking for it, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if that bungee breaks, uh, there's nobody to blame but yourself. Yeah, right? you won't have time to think about it, though, really. But it's it's got to be the going over the edge and then... The point where you let go and and commit to it. Mm-hmm. It's just got to be. Yeah, the uh, the repelling wasn't cool. I didn't like it. But I have done bungee jumping. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, we've got nothing in common. John and Kenny, how do you guys do on flights with your heights? Uh, I, uh, I just rhymed. Yeah. I have, very, to, very uh, good. I have to pregame. I have pregame Pre- quite a bit. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to uh I used to love to fly and when I got the claustrophobia thing the idea terrifies mm. me. Yeah. In fact, my wife and kid are going on a vacation this week. I'm not going with because they're flying. Attaboy. Attaboy. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Sometimes I just, when it, people it's go not away, the fly- it is a vacation though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it's not the flying that bugs me. I love the flying part. It's the fact that I'd be in a a tin can with a bunch of people and I'd have no escape. That's what mm-hmm. oh, bugs me. Okay. Oh, for me, it's the takeoffs and landings. Oh, once, I love once, I love that actually. Yeah, no, going down the runway full throttle. I'm like, no, nope, this ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Tires gonna blow. Over. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> this ain't gonna happen. Uh, and one time uh, we skidded off when I was a kid. We skidded off the Ooh. end of the. Uh, you know, I've always flown non-rev, and when you fly non-rev, you just you just try to get close what to home. What does that mean, non-rev? Uh, I've had family in the business, so you just pay the taxes oh. on, this, on the ticket, yeah. and, and you don't have to pay full price, right? Mm-hmm. No, so, I don't know. I don't know what that, So that's we're like. trying to get home, and it took us to Milwaukee, and we get on the ground and keep going off the end of the runway because it was snowing. <laughs> that's, oh, that's not, that was, that's not that good, was, right? It's the takeoff <laughs> and landing. You know, people get nervous up in the air, but honestly, it's the takeoff and landing where people have the most, um, well, it's the most chance that you're going to not yeah. have a yeah. great flight. And you fly in those cruddy little airplanes that you jump out of that yeah. don't have doors on them. Uh, Cessnas, yeah. Little, yeah. 
little Cessna. Um, they do have doors, but it's really every time I, you know, I haven't done this in a very long time, but um, they do have doors. But what the pilot will do to open the door is that he will dip the airplane down, and then the door no. will come open. And no. when that no. happens, no. I always no. get a little bit of a no. scared yeah. feeling. And I told yeah. my jump master that. He's the art was our instructor. He's a military guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, what are you afraid of? And I go, falling out. Falling goes, out, yeah. He goes, that's what we're doing. <laughs> he's like, come on, warrior. He used to call us all warriors. Come on, warrior. And we're not static line jumping. This is free fall from like 14,000 feet. So, you know. In my my 20s, I I worked as a news photographer for, uh, I don't know, six, seven years. And we, I used to get a lot of small plane rides where we'd shoot video stuff and helicopters. So that was, that was, I enjoyed that a lot. Like I said, it was before I had any of these issues. But one time we were doing a story on an old fellow who built a glider in North Dakota. This was, I was in Bismarck. So they said, we're going to send you up with the camera. And this is, you know, the big old video cameras. Oh, you know, wow. That, right? everything. Yeah, we're going to send you up in, uh, it's a Civil Air Patrol plane with a pilot. And there, it, it was two open seats. You know what I mean? Like the old-fashioned sure. uh-huh. open-seated planes. A year and back, shoot all the video of the glider you can. So great. Okay, go mm-hmm. up there. And it's everything's fine. And uh, the glider would go in and out. And every time he would dip, the plane would stall. Oh, Christ. So I would hear I the engine. Like the first time I heard the engine go off, I said, what is that? What is that? He goes, oh, don't worry. It happens when I, if I go steeply. He said, it'll yeah. start right back up. And yeah. it did every time, but yeah. scared the living <sighs> hell out of me. Yeah, That's pretty bad. Yeah. But then he was, you know, he was an old codger with a beard who just probably had been flying since he was 20. He was probably 60 yeah. years old. Those pilots really think they're funny. Uh, I, I got news <laughs> for you. That's not funny. Because uh, no, I was in a little, I was in a little four seater like that as a kid well, with my buddy and his dad, and uh, my buddy Rudy goes, uh, "Let's stall it out," and I'm like, "What the hell did you just say?" <laughs> Let's not. Yeah, and Kermit says, "Okay," and he uh, pulls back or pushes forward or whatever the hell he did, and the, the plane goes straight up in the air, and then all of a sudden, boom, engine dies, yeah. and the nose falls, and then it starts again. That's not that cool. That is not cool. I don't that like it. That is not cool. The other fun thing about those trips was we it was North Dakota, so of course we were always landing in fields, mm-hmm. which I you know, I didn't know at the time. For after the first time, I thought, oh, this is easy. And it was. But the first time you start, he goes, yeah, we're going to land right down here. You kind of go, really? Are we? Are you yeah. sure? And he was yeah. fine, you know, yeah. fine landing. The local guys here in town, and they finally sold their airplane a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know what they're called, a baby something, cub something, something. But it's just a two-seater. Uh-huh. Yeah. One seat in front and one seat in back, and then a door that you can take off. Those guys are always doing that, putting it down on lakes in the middle of the winter. And oh, fields. yeah. Oh, God, um, I'm going to um, have a... Ugh. My grandpa evidently would go up with them in the 50s or whatever and oh. shoot fox from up in the air with the door open. Oh, my gosh. Is <laughs> that and, legal? Yeah, <laughs> there's no way in hell that could have been legal. No. Uh, I mean, they, they'd and have to they, make a special law for it just because of your grandpa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they had skis on it, so uh, then they'd land and pick it up, and off they'd go again. And still yeah. keep it running, probably. Just scoop it up with a, you know, yeah. a net. Yeah. 
Yeah, wow. You know, there's not a lot of laws out here in the country, Don. We can get away. I am still blown away that there's no law as to it is now time to go out on the lake to ice fish. We have measured the lake, and now is the time that it's time for you to do this. There is not, and I was so shocked I had to have somebody tell me multiple times that no, there is no, no time. No. Every that, lake is different. Well, I know, but can't we take the deepest one and say, all right, this one no, is the thickest. No. And so, Some lakes have have springs in them, and so all the locals know, yeah, you don't go out past that point because uh, the springs in the lake keep the ice weak, you know, or, or if there's a lot of snow on the ice. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't know why. <laughs> if there's, if why did I bring this of, up? I can't. there's a lot of snow on the ice, it'll actually push the ice down, and then the water will come up, and it's, oh, it's really sloppy. Oh, why are sloppy. you laughing? <laughs> oh. For some reason, that, of, doesn't, that doesn't scare me at all. No. A lot of a lot of rules there. Let's just not go on the ice. That's, oh, that's God, why I'm going to look at that. Please, let's have a plan. Please. <laughs> there was a story this week that I read from uh, one of the news outlets. I'm trying to find it. It's all over. But it talks about uh, Barron County, Wisconsin. Oh, reminds oh, yeah. you, reminds oh, yeah. people. Maybe you guys yep. talked about this. But yeah, we the, did. Yeah. The, we did. The ice isn't ready. And the image is, I feel bad, but it's hysterical. There, there couldn't be more than like a quarter inch of ice there. In the, no, there wasn't and, any ice. No, there wasn't any. Don't show me that. I don't want to see it. And, and they had their fish house, yeah. uh, fish yeah. house <laughs> attached to the car. And I think they both went down. I Who's think you that? dummies uh, are, it, that's a practical joke. That that didn't happen. <laughs> Who saw that and said, oh, this looks, I think we're good to go. Is it fake? Yeah, that, that, yeah. There's no way that. Yeah. Well, they they wasted a good pickup, Kenny. Is that what you're saying? They're saying more uh, prank to get in the just, John, oh, there's man. just there's just no way I can possibly believe <laughs> for that. I just can't. Oh. I mean, even blackout drunk, you're not going to do anything well, like yeah, that. I was going to say, remember, it's Wisconsin, and the authorities did say alcohol was involved. Yeah, it's Barron <laughs> County. Speaking of Wisconsin. Aim High Construction, MN.com. They're based out of Minnesota and Wisconsin. You can get on the list right now. Uh, these guys, uh, they can tackle just about any job that needs doing from small little jobs to big commercial jobs, roofing, siding, remodels, decks. Uh, at my house a couple of years ago in Minneapolis, we had them put in a brand new kitchen, uh, a brand new deck. They had uh, so they did some concrete work for us. Uh, installed a new AC unit outside. Uh, they're absolutely one. They actually found me a stove. I couldn't find a stove because of a weird size. And uh, he's like, yeah, meh, no problem. Keith, one of the guys that found it, put it in. Uh, new hood, new vent hood. Everything was awesome. Uh, these guys, they really are good. But here's the deal. They've been with GL now for a couple of years, which means you know what happens when you sign up with GL you get really, really busy. <laughs> and that's the case with AIM High Construction, yeah, man. So you got to get on the list, especially if you have an indoor job, something in the basement, upstairs, refinishing something. Uh, get on the list for that. And then start thinking about next spring and summer, what needs to be done around the house. Um, and the time is now. Call them now. Go to their website. Check them out. Um, their work is guaranteed. You'll find them at AIM High Construction, MN.com. Um, okay, now, John, did you see the paper on Sunday? Uh, I did. I normally don't buy the Sunday paper because I hate the news. Um, <laughs> okay. But I, I did just by coincidence. And as I was working my way back to the crossword puzzle, 
Guess who I saw on the above the fold uh-huh. on the cover of the variety? Miss Don McLean. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was in the paper. I actually forgot about it and we had to leave a the block party barbecue, which was no problem for me because I was like, let's get the hell out of here. I don't know these people. Um, no, but we we're like, oh, my gosh, we have to call, you know, the grocery store and ask him to hold us a couple because I have to cut it out and send the article to my mom. Right. Because right. that's what my mom, my mom loves to cut out articles from the paper and send them to me. So yeah. it was about yeah. our paranormal team and the investigation <clears throat> we have coming up. At the Lexington restaurant. It was in the now, uh, Food Writer actually did an article on it. Yeah, and covered a bunch of different spots around mm-hmm. town. And I know for a while, like a month ago, you were worried about ticket sales. I don't think that's a concern anymore, is it? No, it's sold out both nights, like for weeks now. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I apologize. You know what? I hope some GLers are there because we talked about it early on this show. So yeah. if you are um, a fan of this podcast and you listen to the Krabby Coffee Shop, please come up and say hi to me because I want to meet any weirdo that listens to this. See, now that's the complete <laughs> opposite. Uh, that's that's the opposite approach I would take. Uh, yeah. I, I would kindly and gently ask people. Uh, just you know, I'm not good. I'm not good socially. Maybe just leave me alone. Wave from afar. Oh no! <laughs> Give me a sign of some sort. I don't know. Make a little turkey thing above your head in the, the crowd. I don't know. So you're going to actually present evidence at these shows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have some for us to play. Oh, um, this nice. is not from the Lexington. Uh, This is actually, it will be better. We had a lot of visual evidence for the Lexington, things that we have camera video of. This is actually from um, a home in Rush City that we did, um, and this was very haunted. I actually saw the guy in my mind before we went there. It was that one. Oh, oh, I remember you telling me about this. I think off the air, maybe. So we got, um, we usually don't get audio voices on our night vision cameras because the audio is kind of crappy to be honest we have voice recorders that are high quality and that's what we use to record but i got on this one camera 81 times where it spoke on the camera so i have like a little clip for you here and i just want to know if it so you will hear us talking and it's muffled anything up close that you hear that's not us So wait a second, but you don't hear this when you're there? No, it's not something, it's too low on the hertz level for us to hear. They don't speak. Sometimes we do audibly hear stuff, very rarely, but they're speaking at a lower frequency or hurts than the human ear can like, pick up. Like Tom Waits or Miles Davis. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes it's like a woman's voice. It's like high, you know. But this is all, I think, one guy or one male. And it's weird because it's like they talk to each other, and they're also responding oh to what God. we're saying. You won't really understand what we're saying, but then you'll hear, like, uh, them chuckling or oh, making God. comments. Are you ready? Play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, play, here play we go. Okay. 
Okay, so that's the last one. Um, I should have boosted that a little bit more. I apologize, Ross. Oh, my God. So there's uh, Brady, uh, somebody on our team says, let's go upstairs, and it clearly says, make them fall. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. So the last one you heard, like, (sighs) that really loud, that wasn't any of us. uh, And any of the other ones, a little bit difficult to hear, but, um, yeah. I can play it again if you want. You want to play it yep. again? Okay, so the first one is something about I love you, I think. Okay, here we go. Oh, that gives me shivers. Oh, oh, yeah. At one point. Do you suppose that they get angry or uncomfortable because they know you're not just normal mortals? um, That you're there. (laughs) You are normal mortals. (laughs) No, no, I mean, um, you know, like the rest of us are just blundering through the house, walking around in our underwear. You know, I got my finger in my belly button and a cheese sandwich and all of that. And, and, you know, completely unaware of their presence. Do you think they're upset because you are not unaware or you are aware of their presence? Well, they're not always upset. You know, they, um, this guy was, is just crabby, really. Oh. Yeah, this was, um, I, I don't think they're, I mean, we get a lot of ones where they will be, you know, they talk a lot to each other because there's usually more than one hanging out, you know. What the hell? So they'll say things to each other about us, you know. Um, hmm. This guy was like, he was crabby, but then he had a co- sort of a conversation with us back and forth with our equipment at the end of the night that made us feel like he was more at peace. This was uh, their uncle. That passed away. Oh. So what I got in my head was, which I have had, they gave me full permission to talk about this. They signed a release. So I just yeah. don't like to say pe- exactly, you know, you don't want to say where people live. Uh, no, the city's no. fine, but, you know. But um, so basically I got a vision just all of a sudden like a weirdo. I was in my garage putting on my shoes, and it was before, like, a couple of weeks before we did this investigation, and I saw this guy who looked like the... This is terrible to say, but he looked like the BTK killer. That same haircut with it, uh, you know, around that, you know, that kind of balding. He had little glasses that he was looking over the top of. um, And he was like, basically told me, but he didn't speak it. I just got the message that he was hanging out there. This is like a man cave they made in their, their garage. It's really nice. It has a bar. And it has, like, a TV. They go in there to watch football, smoke cigarettes. It's just their really right. cool, fun hangout place. Right. And it has an apartment upstairs. So he kind of let me know that oh. he was hanging around there because he wanted to drink still. Cool. And uh, I got the name um, Robert. And yeah. so I basically told them this. I said, I see this person because they didn't know who it was. So when we came in for the first time for our preliminary talk, I said, I see a guy who looks like this. I, I, he is telling me that he's there to drink and that um, he's not there to hurt you. Um, 
but you know he's he's there to hang out and i think his name is robert and they just freaked out they were like uncle bobby oh my gosh and then they showed me a picture of this guy and it was like the spitting image of what i saw wow don how can you live with yourself i don't know (laughs) this just started happening to me this year Don, this, uh, I've been something. a paranormal investigator for like 15 years, and so this has just started happening, and I this don't know why. This is messed up. Yeah, this is <laughs> messed up. You're well, going to end up at the Twitch farm. Oh, my God. Oh, the Twitch farm. You know where I'm going? I'm going to a haunted prison in a couple of weeks <laughs> for oh. a vacation in Moundsville. Moundsville, West Virginia. Obviously, I'm being crude, but aren't mental institutions... Uh, rife with hauntings? Yes, especially like uh, old tuberculosis hospitals, uh, also sanitariums where they they locked people away that probably just needed medication back in the day. Um, Yes. And there's one in particular called Waverly Hills. It's in Louisville. uh, And that is very haunted. I've been there a couple of times. Okay. um, Religion. And uh, the lack thereof, or maybe there's ghosts there, maybe there's not. Mm-hmm. Does religion play into this at all? Well, that's weird because I don't know. Like, we don't have all the answers to that. Um, because some I people mean, believe in demons and some people don't. But I say, if you believe in demons, you better believe in God. Because there's always yeah. an opposite to everything, right? Yeah, and if yeah. you believe in God... You should probably should believe, believe in, in demons. demons. Yeah. But like Uncle Bob, Uncle Bobby, do we know, was he a religious man or not? Or was he... Uh, That's interesting. He would not go to church with the family. Huh. He would stay home and they would go to church. Because I asked that question. Because we yeah. would talk to him about like, hey, do you want to leave this place? Do you want to move on? Um, yeah. He was a little afraid to move on because he was afraid of maybe going to a bad place because of yeah. things oh. he did in his life. Um, and oh. then we sort of led him. We have somebody on our team who's way more, you know, sees more and does more with this than I do, and they can actually lead somebody to the light, which I don't see that kind of stuff. I don't have the ability to do that. Um, so. so I hate to keep hopping in here, but I have a little bit of an interesting perspective. Sure. In a past radio life, for three, four years, I produced a Christian talk show. Oh. And uh, Pastor Guy's belief was that ghosts and demonic spirits did exist. But so his belief, not my belief, his belief was they said Uncle Bobby. Mm-hmm. His belief was that's more than likely not your Uncle Bobby. That's oh. somebody who's claiming to be Uncle Bobby. Okay. And oh. I always, I always, I'm open to all, everything. I really don't because who knows? I always answer. found that to be very interesting. Yeah. And again, I'm such a novice on this. I find Was this that a, so yeah, fascinating. Gonna, we never. We are a team of. We are a scientific team. So everything that I said about seeing Uncle Bobby, that is not what we do. We just throw that out. Like if I got there and that wasn't, we just throw it out. It's just a direction that we can take things now if we're, you know, like in the dark about what it could be. So, um, but we really do check. It. Everything by our when we are calling out to him, are all of our meters going off? Is the temperature dropping? We have all kinds of instruments to to um, scientifically, right. you know, right. get evidence for this stuff. And you know, it's not just the feelings you get. We don't go based on feelings. I feel something's in here. 
well, great, but can it? Can you chart it out for me? Can you prove it? Right. <laughs> That's right. what people want. They right. don't. They just don't want to think that they are nutty. You know. Do, do people? And I'm guessing because I'm going to ask the same question. I'm guessing that they would love to talk to Uncle Bobby. Like my grandpa mm-hmm. passed uh, in his house here in the town I live in, and I would it'd just be so awesome to talk to my grandpa. Yeah, you probably uh, can. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would need your crew on hand. I would do. I mean, I, I can't have, just. Uh, st- I yeah, can't I wouldn't do it yourself. Stroll in and summon my grandpa. Where does he live? In did he live in the house that you're in now? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. it's a it's a different house. Here and in town. does a relative live there? No. Okay. No, but it was for sale for a while, and uh, the whole the entire family did a tour of the house except me. I wouldn't go in there. Mm. Is it still vacant? I'm trying to get into this house. <laughs> summer. Uh, it, it's they live in 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 the summer and the winter. They go to Arizona. You probably could. Yeah, if we ask them. Yeah, because and the house I the house I live in now, um, it was my dad's cousin. I've always called him uncle, but he was obviously like a second cousin to me. He passed in my dining room. Your current dining room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, some of some of them just move on. You know, and I don't know where that is or what that is, you know. Yeah, and that's why I asked the religion question. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody... Because my uncle was pretty religious. Okay, so everybody grows up with a different religion, and, you know, you just don't know where people are coming from. You know, they have these ideas before they die, you know, and we don't have the answer to that, because if we did, I wouldn't be doing this radio show. I'd be (laughs) doing something way cooler than this, right, if I had the answer. But it is interesting to try to see if we can measure anything and get, you know... uh, either calm it down or um, depending on what our clients want us to do, you know. But we can't promise that they'll leave. I mean, think, if you've been there for 200 years and then some idiots come in and they go, go to the light. See that light over there? Oh, that light? I've never seen it before. Thanks a lot. I mean, it's kind of not, you know, my thing, but still people want that comfort. And so that is not something I do, but we do have people on our team that do that. Would you ever consider doing it um, for somebody in your family or in one of your family's properties? Um, you're not really supposed to investigate your own house. Oh. Yeah. That's why I told oh. you not to do it because you have to continue to live there. Oh, right. And so if it doesn't leave or if you, you know, kick things up to where it's like really giving you problems, then what are you going to do? Sell the house? So you just kind of shouldn't do it on your own. Hmm. But John? I have. Uh, I was just thinking. Yeah, I have a place in my garage. I, I'll drink a couple beers, watch football or baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if my wife came out and said, "What happened to all that beer?" I could just say, "Well, Uncle Bobby was really <laughs> thirsty yeah, tonight." Would, <laughs> would, yeah. would, would that work? Sure. Yeah. I just say, "Hey, blame it on Uncle Bobby at all times." I had to make Uncle Bobby leave my house because he followed me home. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's lonely. He just, yeah, he's like, oh, my gosh, this girl's talking to me, and, you know, I'll just go home with her. So he was with around me for a while, and my 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 roommate was out of town with his kids and uh, had all the doors closed. This is a quick story. Um, I closed all the bedroom doors tight, and I actually tested it, like, can I open this just by pushing? Nope, I had to turn the knob. So I walked out of the bedroom in the morning and wide open. The doors were wide open. Wow. And I said, oh, no. I go, you need to leave. (laughs) I go, do not. You are. I told you not to follow me home. 
and you need to leave now. And then nothing's happened since. He was like, uh-huh. all right, I'll leave. Sorry. You have to tell him to leave if you don't want him there. You are the most interesting woman in the world. No, no. That is fascinating to me. I don't know if I believe you or not, but I sure love listening to you. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You don't believe. I, what do you, you not believe? Uh, it's, it's okay. Not it's I, not going to offend me. No, I know. I know. That's why I said it out loud. Um, it's not that I don't believe you. It's just that I'm having, you know, I'm just blundering through life, just trying to get through, you know? Yeah. I'm you don't want to know enough, this stuff. Hoping there's enough toilet paper in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and to know and to think that there's this whole other thing going on is it's A whole hard other to, world. Yeah, yeah, like it's another hard dimension to, right up hard next to, to ours. grasp, yeah, grasp and understand and accept. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm not here to prove to anybody that this is real. I could care less if people believe me or not. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make me mad and go, you have to believe me because I know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, and I trust you, I guess. Yeah. You, you haven't done me wrong yet. You should uh, see the video trust- evidence we have. And, are, and you're going to present some of this evidence uh, yeah. tomorrow and Friday, right? Yes. All of the, yes, we have EVPs, we have, uh, which is electronic voice phenomenon, that's the ghost talking. We have video, full conversations that we had uh, with one in particular that is answering us through our meters and a flashlight. Amazing. Huh. Yeah. Amazing. They and turn it on and off on their own. You, you've got wow. to do more of these, Dawn. Do more of these. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> where you invite the public and show them and everything. Oh, yeah. Even, I mean, we do Stooch. mostly private private uh, residences because oh, people, that's what we really do. This yeah. is, is that we go into businesses, businesses call us, we come in. And right, and, and that was covered in the in the piece uh, on the paper mm-hmm. on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even even Such is fascinated by this. He goes, if you want to have a good podcast, you talk about that the whole time. Well, I every tried. Time. I wanted to do a paranormal <laughs> podcast, and I got it approved. And then this dumb podcast I, came along, uh, and they go, "Hey, yeah. will you do this dumb podcast yeah. with Kenny?" And, and I, I go, blundered "Okay, in. I guess." But what well, about my paranormal podcast? <laughs> uh, you, you know what? You, you can have those guys on. I, I think it would be awesome. I would oh, love sure. to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about you, John, but I find oh, yeah. it absolutely yeah. fascinating. Oh, it sure. Is. I'm I'm the same way you are. I, I don't know if I should believe Dawn, but it's fascinating anyway. <laughs> I know. I, I know, and she's credible in my eyes. Yeah, I, I don't think they have all the answers. Nobody has yeah. all the answers. Nobody knows. I think sometimes that I thought of this the other day that what if, you know, I do believe like I read, I'm a real nerd. I read about string theory, which is, um, you know, that basically we could essentially fold time over itself. So what if there are a lot of ghosts from the 1800s? What if we are just a moment in time that's folded over there and they are having seances and they think we're the ghosts and we're talking to them? And think they're the ghost, but it's really just a folding oh. of time. Because <laughs> a lot of times they ask questions to us. And so what if they are sitting there as spiritual? <laughs> yeah, I've blown your oh, mind. God. What if they're not ghosts? And it's just a... Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I just... We need to end my, the podcast, don't we? I had, took a hit of acid about 45 okay, minutes well, ago. Happy it's Halloween, everyone. Right <laughs> yeah, he's done that, for the day. I got it. <laughs> hit, hit that music, yeah. Ross. Let's get out of here. <laughs>
And uh, special thanks to Aim High Construction MN for presenting news from the Krabby Coffee Shop today. And thank you, everybody, to listening. To, to listening? For listening. Thanks for listening yeah. to news yeah. from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.